Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. On the show today, State Representative Mike Sparks, and uh, we're going to bring in Diane Canada as well. Mike, uh, tell me a little bit about Diane before we bring her in. Yeah, I wanted. Um, Diane was uh, on Rutherford Magazine show on Sunday night. We hosted her a few months, a few months ago. She was over here at. Um, Oh, it used to be Shoney's back in the day. I think it's is it two nineteenth broad or four nineteenth broad. I get them two nine two nine nine. Yeah, okay, I get them mixed up. But anyways, we had a great conference, and she came in. She was my guest that night. But I like what what Diane's trying to do. She's trying to bring folks together. You know, the as a lot of folks know, there's a lot of divisiveness in this country, and Diane is is kind of leading the charge with her efforts. And I'm uh, glad to have her. She was going to be in the studio, but she couldn't make it. She's speaking at a conference. Diane, how you doing? Hey guys, I'm good. I, 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 thanks for having me, Mike. And I understand we've got a, a birthday in the house. I think it's the the good neighbor's birthday, isn't yep, it? Yep, seventy five years. Minutes? Is that okay to say? Yeah, there? we're getting close. So uh, happy Happy birthday, January first. Yeah. yeah, who's counting? Wow. Who's counting? Well, is that uh, is the Opry? <laughs> y'all Y'all have been around almost as long as the Opry. Well, it seems around. like <clears throat> quite a while for sure. Well, congratulations on all your success. Thanks for having me today. Well, most most certainly. Well, you're speaking today, so tell me a little bit about what it is that you do here. Sure, yes. Mike and I met when I ran for um, the former Beth Harwell seat um, in the 2020 election season. I ran um, trying to, to, to win that seat, um, and so we just developed a great friendship, and my political and leadership background now has evolved into launching some something really neat in January. We're doing something special in January, too. We're launching the Reunite America app. And what I noticed on my trail, on my campaign trail, was, you know, when we all know that our country's divided, but nobody seems to know how to fix it, you know. And we're, we all have all this angst and, and, you know, media is playing to our emotions and all that. Everybody's really um, polarized right now, but nobody seems to have an answer on how to fix it. So, me and my team, we were just determined to come up with that answer, and we've spent a lot of time in research. We just ran a beta class um, with some world-class leaders, and what we found is that immigrants, minorities, youth, and women um, are the four target groups that conservatives have really uh, been failing to reach at the heart level, and so we are focusing on those groups, trying to win them to conservative values. And trying to bring those seven core founding values back into the modern conversation, make them cool again. <laughs> yes. You know, and uh, they're nonpartisan, they're non-divisive. It's what our whole country was founded on. And so, just trying to return to the basics, you know, and uh, bring the temperature down and the volume down in our country. See if we can't get them reunited. Why is it? Do you think that that those groups were not a focus for conservatives, knowing that you know that they make up close to a majority they will be the majority in 10 years or less and uh, and i know we have folks listening from all sides of the aisle that we're not about party you know in in our efforts we're just about the conservative winning values that that our country was founded on and to answer your question i think that with with traditional white you know judeo-christian americans um, we were the majority for a long long time and now with a lot of the groups, like I think the Hispanic community makes up 20% now. Um, the, the black community is um, right around 18%. If you add all of the groups up, Asians, they now, um, with all the immigration we've seen, they make up 44% of our population. 
So in the next 10 years, they will absolutely be the majority. And what's so interesting about it, Brian, is that they vote overwhelmingly for these progressive socialist policies. They're being very uh, lured by this idea of, of socialism. And But what's so interesting to me is that the majority of those groups are conservative at heart. They just don't realize it. And we as conservatives, we don't know how to um, get past the the heated conversations to actually win permission to explain it to them. And so we just have like an oil and water kind of us against them because the emotion is how the progressives are reaching them. And we're trying to come at it from this logical, you know, <laughs> statistical approach. And they're just not hearing us. Use a word in there like, socialism and what i what i wonder is from from your perspective do do we see more people there in the middle on on one side or the other not not socialist but maybe left leaning a bit more but kind of in the middle and we have the two extremes that seem to make the loudest noise does that seem fair it, it is I, the majority of america still right now falls just right of center that's the large majority, but they are the silent majority because they don't know how to have these com- these very uncomfortable conversations. So yes, we've got like those those right wings and those left wings. But you know, I, I have um I kind of have a little metaphor that I that I think of in my mind. I think like the the far left is like if you can picture the mom in the house, and the far right is like the dad in the house, and the American people are like the kids. And it's like the mom and dad are fighting all the time, and the kids just want peace in the house. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. they just want peace. They want to live their lives. They want to enjoy their their children and raise their families and go on vacations. And you know, so I think all this fighting, and now it's at our doorstep. Like we've, because of the last couple of years um, with the pandemic and all of these things, it's brought it to our front door now. Where as before, we could just, you know, we could just kind of turn a blind eye to what was going on. But all politics yeah. are local. We've got to get people, um, now I think people are, they may not be woke, but they're awake, you know, to what's going on. And what I saw when my campaign ended was so many people called me and they're like, oh my gosh, like, okay, what do we do? Okay, we're awake now. What do we do? Like, what do we do? And nobody knew what to do next. Well, Diane, one thing that that I appreciate about you, you're kind of a business consultant and you have a a music background. Um, But one thing that that caught my attention when I first met you is you go to the Tennessee Women uh, Prison for Women uh, and and I guess what, mentor and and, uh, try to help? uh, Yeah, I teach the um, entrepreneurial program there for the best, uh, the the BEST. It's a wonderful organization. Um, building entrepreneurs for success in Tennessee. So yep. we teach the inmates that are within a um, stone's throw of their release date how to build businesses. And we know that when a lot of them come out, they may not have the resources to actually build them, but it will make it will give them something to strive for, and yep. it also teaches them how to be better employees and to understand the employer perspective so that maybe they're, you know, when they do get back into a position to where they can work, yeah. they're a little more careful. Well, you know, our, many many folks may not know. You know, well, you know, the, the state prison budget. I'm on House Finance Ways and Means, and just a few weeks ago, it's increasing sixty million dollars. Sixty million dollars next year. That's about one point three billion dollars to house um, uh, inmates, and um, that's money that we're not putting towards infrastructure. We're not putting towards um, uh, mental health. We're not putting towards education. Uh, do you think that? maybe the church conservatives 
the Republican Party could do maybe a better job in those. You know, it seems like there's a disconnect between the faith community and maybe really serving, and which is what Jesus talked about. Do you see that disconnect, or am I? Oh yeah, have a strange paradigm. Well, what happens, you know, what happens in the prison system is, um, like I was just about to say, the recidivism rate, which means that when they come out there, it's like a revolving door, they go back in. Yeah. It costs us just shy, you probably know this, but it costs us just shy of around $25,000 a year to house an inmate. Yes. And with all of their expenses. And so if they're going in over and over and over again, you know, we can stop that. The, the recidivism rate with this BEST program is so unbelievably low. Yeah. When when we actually can go in and pour into them and pour love into them and, and not come at it from a judgmental way, all the things we're teaching in our academy, I have seen it work at that grassroots level in the prison. And the women who have graduated out of my program, um, I'm still very much in touch with them. I still support them on the outside. Um, and you, you've got to, you know, you they have to see for themselves their value. And yeah. a lot of these women, nobody has ever told them that they're worthy of love. Nobody's ever told them. I'll give you a, a quick example. I had one of my inmates um, who, I, she just got in my heart, and she, it took her a while to open up to me, but when she finally did, she told me, she said, this is what she said, Mike, and yeah. right, she said, I robbed my first bank when I was 13. Oh, wow. This was in her family. And so multiple, she spent almost her whole adult life in prison. Well, now she's out, and you know, I've, me and a lot of the other people from the BEST program have been just continuing to support her and love on her. She is doing so great, I mean, unbelievably well. And when she came to an event that I gave um, over the summer, you know what I did? I, I put her in charge of my money. Yeah, wow, wow. After being a bank robber. Yes. Well, I know the she governor. She so much pride in that. <laughs> yeah, I know I know. Bill Lee has kind of um, led the effort as far as vocational trying to help folks um, to, to, to get out, be productive, and be good fathers and good husbands and good sons. Uh, I think he's led the effort more than any any other governor, you know, with, with Men of Valor and other yeah, programs Valor like program. that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It, you know, at the end of the day, y'all, it's so simple. Like, all the, all the rocks that I've turned over trying to crack this code, what it comes down to at the end of the day is just the simple message of the gospel of yes. Jesus. Yes. Like, we complicate it so much, but it is just simple, you know, grace is undeserved favor. We're all a hot mess. I don't care where, where we come from. We're all a hot mess. We all need him. And it is just that simple, you yes. know, and, and when people actually get that, when they understand that, it moves, it, it changes their hearts. It changes the whole yes. trajectory of their lives. Yes. Brian and I had um had a guy with Teen Challenge, uh, Gene Garcia, and I, I know he's not going to mind me mentioning him. But he come up on the station a few months ago, and he kind of gave a testimony. And he was on the streets, addicted to heroin, homeless. And he said, man, I just I needed some hope. He said, I just finally just gave my life to Christ, and I got free to heroin. And I, and I asked him, I said, what did that cost the taxpayers? How much did that drug program you go, you went through cost taxpayers? He looked at me kind of strange, and he said, nothing. So if even if even the placebo effect, if you know that if you're an atheist and you thought, you know, that's a placebo effect, I don't believe in it, but I'm seeing it working, then we ought to try to promote it. And um, mm-hmm. but I appreciate I know you're speaking at a conference. You've got to get back in, into there. But I just want to tell you, thank you for what you do. And, and thank you for uh, having me and Dr. Ming Wang and Mark Pody and others speak at your Lady Up event, that women's conference a few months ago. Too. Oh, that was great. Oh, I appreciate y'all carving time to be there for me. I think it's great when people can, you know, 
I can bring in my friends and they can talk directly with you and get their questions answered and you know just see that y'all are people too you're just out your people in the legislature trying to do a good job and <laughs> trying to help oh we've got to believe me yeah. we got the same problems that the the average listeners have and that's for sure at least i do i don't know about everybody else but <laughs> but god bless you for your for your heart and your your strength and your conviction if folks want to get involved with you where can they find you yeah reunite america academy com okay all right very good diane Great. thanks Appreciate again it. thank you guys thank you, diane. thanks for having me absolutely right. diane canada with uh, reunite america academy and uh, again you can find them there online a brief break we'll come back and some final thoughts in just a second hi this is bob cornell pastor of covenant church right here in murfreesboro tennessee the answer that you've been looking for is found in jesus and what he accomplished at the cross you see jesus changes lives from the inside out We would love for you to join us at Covenant Church, located at 1124 Brinkley Ave, right here in Murfreesboro. We have services Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. You can learn more about us at our Cornell Ministries YouTube channel. We want you to grow in Christ at Covenant Church. This is a paid legal ad. You've probably heard it a million times. If you're injured, call a lawyer. And you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost, how long it will take, or even if you have a case. At the Law Offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day. Our people, that's the difference. Maples Realty and Auction. I'm Betsy Maples-Taylor with Maples Realty and Auction Company in Murfreesboro. Maples Realty and Auction offers a variety of auction services, including home, estate, land, farm, bank-owned property, equipment, and personal property auctions. Get in touch for a free, no-obligation analysis to determine if the auction method is best for you. More information at maplesrealtyandauction.com or call 896-4740. Maples Realty and Auction. Steered Straight now has two thrift stores, 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard and 903 Mercury Boulevard. We opened up a second store, 903 Mercury Boulevard, which is going to be renamed Martin Luther King Boulevard. And it's furniture and thrift store too, so now we have two stores. Michael DeLeon with Steered Straight Thrift Stores. We have an antique collectible room. A guy came in yesterday said we had a statue down there from 1964 of Charlie Chaplin. said, I've been looking for this statue for like 20 years. 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard and 903 Mercury Boulevard. Talk with the police chief, the mayor, and other local leaders about issues that concern you. The Action Line with Bart Walker, weekdays at 810 on WGNS. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Back on the show, our last couple of minutes together. State Representative Mike Sparks here with us. And, um, Mike, you were telling me the... uh, county commission took up some education legislation related yeah that's my understanding i'm surprised this hadn't been in the media on um, school board there's a there's a charter school application if folks in the north end of the county are interested it's a, it's a charter school um we've never had a charter school in this county you know i try to keep an open mind um, i understand the school board uh, denied it uh the county commission took position they didn't want a charter school well there's a meeting tonight just a town hall um i'm going to go i want to encourage any school board listeners any county commissioners that are listeners mayors that, that are listening that maybe voted to not to deny this charter school 
just want to encourage parents uh, and elected officials um, to attend this midnight. It's down by Cracker Barrel at the Hilton Garden Hotel at 6 p.m. They can call my office for more information, um, 741-6829. You know, I'm going to keep an, an open mind and see what they have to offer. And, you know, if education choice, um, let that parent decide, let that student decide if they want to attend this potential charter school, um, not elected bureaucrats. I mean, who cares more about that child than that? grandparent or that mother or that father so this was a charter school that had submitted an application for rutherford county was it in the yes smyrna the, area? North, the, the laverne area okay. and there's a lot of title one schools laverne a little bit of a hurt community uh, a lot of free and reduced lunch rate up there so i'm going to keep an open mind uh, i think maybe they can save us some money the next projected high school if if i'm correct is a hundred hundred six million dollars is the next projected school um I think this could be a cost savings. It's a K through five school from my understanding. I believe the name of it, don't hold me to it. I think it's called Noble Collegiate Academy. I think they have a couple in Nashville. And uh, But if folks wanna, if they have children in the school system, my understanding if you lived in Murfreesboro, Christiana, and you worked in uh, Nashville or Laverne, I, I, I believe your child could attend. I think it's, um, goes by first come first serve and if they get overcrowded with applications then it goes to a lottery type yeah. uh, program so when is that meeting six o'clock night at hilton garden hotel right there off of uh, i-24 down by cracker barrel in smyrna in smyrna very good all right mike uh, we'll catch you on sunday on the rutherford magazine yeah thank you brian that's my state representative mike sparks joining us and that's going to do it for our time here today if you missed any part of our program now be sure to check wgnsradio.com under podcast and then rutherford issues or wherever you listen to audio whether it's spotify itunes and now on facebook podcast